And this week, Parashas Vayechi, famously, Yaakov Avinu gives brachas to all the Shavatim. To Shevet Dan, he gives a very cryptic bracha. And he says a pasuk which we're all very familiar with. So the bracha begins, Dan Yadin Amoy, Dan will judge his nation, Ke'achat Shifti Yisrael, like one of the Shvatim in Kla Yisrael. And then the last pasuk he says is, L'Shuascha Kivisi Hashem, for your salvation, for your redemption, I hope and I wait, Hashem. And this is a very famous pasuk, we say it often, and one of the places we say it is in Kriyashma Shalamita, where we repeat it. We say, And we do that three times, <laughs> trying not to get tongue-tied. So, in any case, it's a pasuk, and we have to know what is this referring to. So Rashi and the Ramban both learn that it's referring to Shimshon Hagibar. Shimshon Hagibar was the single shayfate who came from Shevet Dan. So he will judge Klai Yisrael. And as, as Ramban says, he was actually the final shayfate of Klai Yisrael before the era of kings began, before Malachim began. And he will be like one of the Shavatim, which according to Rashi means he will be compared, he'll be comparative to David HaMelech, Ka'achat Shivti Yisrael, like the one and only of Shivti Yisrael, like David HaMelech, Shimshon Hagibar, is compared to David HaMelech. And then Yaakov Davins, Hashem, I hope and I wait for your redemption. So why is Yaakov inserting this prayer, this tefillah, in the middle of his brachas? So Rashi explains, because Shimshon HaGibar is going to be stuck, as we all know, in the end of his life, he was captured by the Plishtim, and they poked out his eyes, and they tied him to a pillar, uh, and they filled, it, they filled up the whole temple with thousands and thousands of Pelishtim, and he davened to Hashem for some final strength, and these are the words he said, Hashem, not exactly, but that was the tefillah he davened, and he pulled down the pillars and, and killed all those Pelishtims. So that's the way Rashi learns. But it's a little hard to understand, because it sounds like Ra- that Yaakov Avinu himself is davening, not just quoting what, uh, what Shimshon Agibar is eventually going to daven, and it seems so incongruous that he should say a tefillah over here. And the Rishbam is also troubled by the Pshat of Rashi and the Ramban in saying that, that the whole bracha of Yaakov Avinu is referring to one singular person, one singular event in history. In particular, he says, an event that added, a- ended quite badly. Shimshon was killed and killed by his enemies. And he learns that, that it's talking about the whole of Shevet Dan, because the whole of Shevet Dan is referred to in Sefer Yeshua and in the Torah as Ma'asef L'chal HaMachanes. They went last. They were behind all the camps of Klai Yisrael. Everybody traveled ahead. They, they brought up the rear. They were the rear guard. They were Ma'asef L'chal HaMachanes. They, they protected the back, the rear of Klai Yisrael. They protected all the stragglers. They saved anything that was dropped, and they fought with the enemies who tried to attack from the rear. And therefore, they needed special tefillahs so to be successful doing that, and that was Yaakov Avinu's tefillah of L'Shu Hashem. Now we have to understand Rashi and the Ramban's chat as well. How does it, it's, it's a good question that Rashbam is asking. Why would Yaakov Avinu focus on one point in history? But I believe the two approaches in the Pasuk, and I've seen this in other Svarim as well, they go hand in hand. Chazal say that Yaakov Avinu thought Shimshon Hagibur was going to be Mashiach. That he thought Shimshon Hagibur was going to be Mashiach. But when he saw in prophecy that Shimshon Hagibur will die, I know now that he's not Mashiach, but I'm still praying and hoping for your salvation, for the redemption, I'm still damning for Mashiach. Now this is amazing. Why and how could he think that Shimshon is Mashiach? How could he think that he's the one who will bring the final redemption? He's not even from Shevet Yehuda. 
So the following ideas are based loosely on what Rav Tzadik explains about Shimshon Agibar and, and uh, Shevet Dan at length. The concept that Shevet Dan traveled behind all the Shvatim and was the Ma'as of L'chala Machnas, he gathered all the camps. It means that the mission of Shevet Dan was to see that no Jew is left behind. Who were the people who were straggling behind? Those were the Jews who had sinned. And the Ananei HaKavit spit them out. Ananei HaKavit them. They had no place in the Ananei HaKavit. They, they were rejected. They straggled behind the rest of the encampment. But Shevet Dan gathered them all together and reinserted them, reincorporated them back into the camps of Klai Yisrael. Shevet Dan fought for the cause of Klai Yisrael, for Klai Yisrael's importance, for their beauty, for their preciousness, and managed to prove to Hashem, Don Yodin Amoy, through Din, the attribute of justice, that every single Yachet, every single person in Klai Yisrael should be let back in and be reincorporated amongst the masses. Don influenced the Yechidim, the individuals, the forgotten ones, the sinners, the fallen, and reinvigorated them and revived their spirit. We find that Shevet Dan was always partnered with Shevet Yehuda. As Rashi says here, Shimshin was together with David. Ka'achet Shifti Yisrael. Shimshin was paired with David. Betzalel and Ahaliyah built the Mishkan. Betzalel was from Shevet Yehuda and Ahaliyah was from Shevet Dan. The first base of Mikdash was built by Shleim HaMelech from Shevet Yehuda and a Ben Ishalmana from Shevet Dan. That doesn't say his name, but he was from Shevet Dan. Yehuda represented, represented the front leadership of Klai Yisrael, but Dan brought up the rear. Meaning, a king leads from the top. He's an example, he shines with greatness, and all that join him and partner in him are elevated with him, to him, and become a part of his greatness. But what about the individuals who don't know how to do that? What about the individuals who can't do that? They don't, aren't inspired, they aren't motivated, they can't connect to the king, they're not there yet. That was the job from Shevet Dan. They led from the rear. They connected with all those individuals and brought them up and elevated them and put them into a position where they could become part of Malcha Shemaim. They could become part of the kingdom and become a chilek of the, of the Melech. And in particular, that was the reason why Shevet Dan was chosen to partner with Shevet Yehuda. Rashi points this out in Sefer Truma, in Parshish Truma, because they represented the simple people. They were from the Bnei Ashvachas, from the, 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 the lower echelons in Klal Yisrael. That's who they represented and that's who they, they um, empowered to become part of Klal Yisrael, to re-energize themselves, to motivate themselves to become something greater. And this was a partnership, because it couldn't be one without another. Yehuda could lead from the front, but he couldn't be without the simple Jew from the back. The Shevet Dan brought everybody to the front so as to be able to become part of Malchus Yehuda. Yaakov Avinu perceived Shimshin from Shevet Dan as being the Mashiach, meaning the one who would bring the final redemption through elevating all the Yechidim, all the individuals who were falling through the cracks. He would infiltrate the influence the Goyim were having on Klai Yisrael, so to speak, when they were trying to come through the rear. They were trying to attack us from the rear, which means slip into our homes unrecognized, influence us, and pull us away from Hashem. That was Shimshin's job. That was Shevet Dan's job to keep them out and to connect with all those Yechidim and to put them back into the masses of Klal Yisrael, to reconnect them to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And by doing that, Yaakov Vinit's perception was that's sufficient to bring Mashiach. 
And Reb Tzadik expounds at length how Shimshon Hagiber and his life's mission throughout everything we know about Shimshon Hagiber, that's what he really was doing. It's fascinating, but it's a little too long to share in this particular Dvar um, And Shimshon ultimately was not successful. He was successful to a certain extent, but he died. But Yaakov Avinu then tells us the answer, what comes next. He says, for us to continue now without Shimshin, what we need is Lashu Ascha Kivisi Hashem. We have to hope to Hashem. For Mashiach to come, we have to connect with all the individuals. We have to elevate them. Every single person in Klai Yisrael has to become great and has to become connected to Hashem. Ein ben David ba ela Ben David only comes when we forget about him, which perhaps means when all the forgotten people are back. All those people that are forgotten, all the people who straggle behind, the people that feel they're cast out of the Nanea covered, the influence is, is tremendous over them. We need to reach out to those people. We need to connect to those people. We need to connect to that aspect within ourselves. The Hesachadas that's within ourselves, the lack of hope, the Yush that perhaps we ourselves feel. The, in the introduction to the book about Mrs. Henny Machlis Zatzal, the author writes that she asked Rabbi Machlis how to refer to Jews who don't keep Shabbos. How should they be referred to in the book? Should he call them secular? Should he call them not from? So he looked at her blankly um, and he said, call them Jews. <laughs> so she said in one chapter she was having trouble because she had to like refer to them somehow. So she pressed him for a meaningful, meaningful substitute and he came up with the many people who come here who are not so openly connected to certain kinds of positive values. <laughs> that was his perception. That's Shimshon Agibar. That was Shimshon Agibar. He found every Jew and every Jew was a Jew to him. There was no distinction and no difference. And he brought them back in and demonstrated how they were Jews. So what is the solution Yaakov Avinu is telling us? The answer is, Yaakov says, hope. Kaveh el Hashem. The power of hope and faith is tremendous. There's nothing that can stand in the way of hope. As long as we trust in Hashem and hope for His redemption and have faith that it will come, we're assured of being protected. And we say this every single day in Maidim. We say, Hatayv, the good one, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is good. His mercy never ends. The merciful one. His kindness never ends. Because we always hope for you. We always put our trust in you. You're the good one whose mercy never ends. It's bottomless. Your kindness never ends because we put our faith and our trust in you. That, that trust and faith is what keeps us going through Golos. And is this power of hope and faith that needs to be transmitted to us and to every single Jew. No matter where a person has fallen, no matter how bad they might think they are, they're always redeemable through hope, through faith, through trust, through believing that Hashem believes in us. Hashem has no end to His mercy and no bottom to His kindness. And it's that, kind, that hope and faith that we have to internalize ourselves and teach to everybody else we know. Hashem never loses faith in us, and the more we put our faith and hope in Hashem, the more we understand our personal value and beauty. I saw in the Aznaim Lutairo, he explains beautifully that this is what we're saying in Krishma Shalamita. We say, L'shi'ascha kivisi Hashem. L'shi'ascha Hashem kivisi. Hashem l'shi'ascha kivisi. So what we're doing is we're moving Hashem's name. It starts out at the end. L'shi'ascha kivisi Hashem. 
Then we move it to the middle. And then we move it to the front. He says we start off hoping and, and believing in Hashem, but he, he feels far away from us. But the more we do it, the closer he gets. So the second time we say the Pasik, we put Hashem in the middle. And then finally, the last time we realize we can address Hashem directly. He's right here. Hashem. The more we put our faith and hope in Hashem, the more connected and the closer we become, and the more we realize that He has had never lost faith in us and his rachamim and his kindness and his mercy never ends and is this that we have to reach out and connect to every individual and be ma'asif l'chol ha'machnas bring everybody back together and that's our hope for the bringing of Mashiach from here of Amen. Have a wonderful Shabbos.